following episode contains language which may be offensive to some listeners and inappropriate for children. School spirit up for the Alpha step, omega step, kappa step, sigma step, gangsters walk, pimps gon' talk, ooh, hecky now that boy is raw, aka step, delta step, SGO step. That was the best clap I think we've ever had. I love that. I mean, that was perfectly synchronized. Like that, that's like synchronized swimming. Elite level good right there. Pablo, are you excited to become a softball slash baseball dad? Uh, no. Huh. <laughs> Not the answer I was expecting. Yeah, it is a bit counterintuitive probably, but man, I have some older cousins that play baseball, like travel ball, and they're like way younger than like school ball still. And like that mess just looks so exhausting. And like we we did softball last year for fall ball. My daughter had no interest at all in it. So it makes it a little bit easier to not like fully tap into when she's like not having that much fun. She's also really young and just doesn't get anything yet. <laughs> it's like, like most of them do because it's their first year, but yeah, it's, I don't know, man, of all the sports, I think that's gotta be probably the most exhausting one to like keep up with as a parent. Cause you're like running back and forth and all over the place. I don't know. It, it just seems very exhausting from the dad perspective that hasn't gotten into that stage yet. Is soccer the most adorable sport to watch young people play? Like clump soccer, you know, where oh, they super all just cute. sort of run yep. after the ball together? She did soccer. That was super cute, yeah. I had no problem going to those. Um, the simplicity of she... soccer, too, probably lends itself to young kids playing it. Yep. We didn't have near as much fun because that was the very first organized activity she did. So I think she'll do better like this next go-round because she does it like – through her school as well. So she really enjoys it. It was just disheartening to go to like organized activity and she wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, soccer, soccer seems way more cool. Like as just like a parent lugging them around than baseball or softball in, in this stage, I will keep, I guess, adding that caveat. Dave, what about you? Well, I don't, you know, I, I haven't really gotten that far yet. I haven't really thought that far ahead in life. You know? Two-year plan, five-year plan, seven-year plan. What kind of track are we working with here? Oh, gosh, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm at liberty to reveal that information about myself oh. to these, oh. to these many, to these, you know, who knows, who knows who's listening to this? Bear. All right, folks, <laughs> welcome in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, Dave, this is your idea. So I feel like it would be best for yeah. you to explain it. And if you do a good job, great. The audience will understand what we're doing. And if you do a bad job of explaining it, we will make fun of you. I think, oh. I think people will, I think they'll understand this. It's I, not it's, very difficult to grasp. It's off season content. Um, you know, there is, there is stuff going on like portals and other stuff, but we leave, we're going to leave that to Ferg and, uh, and Dan and, uh, painter we'll call him big show painter um big show painter so i had this idea for a a draft a snake draft of auburn football wins since 2010 so that's what we're gonna do it is the categories are so all three of us we're gonna do a snake draft each of us is gonna draft a rivalry win a blowout win an upset win a non-conference win and a wild card win which can be literally it can be any win since 2010 that you want to take 
you can only take one game from each year. So for example, if you take the kick six, you can't also take the win over the miracle in Jordan Hare, uh, the win over Georgia two weeks earlier. Um, I think that's pretty much it. That's kind of the whole explanation. We do need to do the draft order before we start painter or Pablo. Do you guys have any questions? No I think it's pretty brother. straightforward. Yeah, there are categories, okay. and you can only pick one game from a season. Oh, also, you have to give an explainer after every pick, and uh, painter has to be at least two sentences. <laughs> I like that enough for you these days. <laughs> no, I, you know, we just like to hear your voice. Like you're, you're right. I want you know if you take, you know, if you take uh, one of the three wins from 2012, I want to, I want to. Okay, fair. Right. If I just you try to ruin the- your experiment and just try to tank <laughs> this entire show, that's fair. You take the Jacksonville State game from 2015. God, good non-conference win. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna generate the draft order. Okay, what generator pick, are you using? Uh, draftordergenerator.com. All right, and who's got the first pick in the snake? First draft? pick is Pablo. Wow, let's go. So you'll so obviously, uh, you'll pick first. Painter, pick two. Wow. All right. I'm not going to lie, Dave. I definitely thought that no matter no, no, no matter what was going to happen. No, yeah. yeah I, no, I didn't think integrity. Dave was going to drop below the second pick. I'll be honest. Well, I'm extremely, I, I you know, I live my life. Uh, Maybe Dave's done the calculus integrity. and he likes the but fact I also, that it winds back. Well, but you get back to back picks. Yeah, I get two you? picks at the end. That's right. That's right. So you, so we're snake drafting off three people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Pablo, well, are you a stickler in the fantasy draft? Are you... Are you like? Are you a commissioner in any of your fantasy leagues? Uh, I was until two years ago, and then hung it up because it was a family league that I was the main commissioner of, and then kind of had just like solid like ten, and then kind of dwindled to eight, and then like two of those eight kind of stopped really paying attention. So it basically just came down to like me and a couple other people basically just playing week to week just to end up toward the finals. So I, I we hung that one up two years ago. Another casualty of COVID. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy fantasy football, but, uh, yeah, it's fun, fun stuff. Not a stickler though. I mean, I'll, you know, survive and adapt brother, whatever you got to do, you got to do. Dave and I are in a league uh, together and there has been much controversy in that league. Mm. Oh, well, you know, I will say, cause I'm sure that a couple of them will be listening. I got invited to a three sport dynasty league. Um, gosh. And yeah, it was just, it was too much, even for your boy. I just, especially the baseball going on. I was like, I can't, I can't keep up with this. So then it caused me because of the way the points were accumulated. I just checked out. I'm just preemptively checking out from football and basketball in that dynasty league. <laughs> and let me just add, uh, this is a, I would call this a three fourths, not, not a half baked idea, but a three fourths baked idea uh, came to me on a train uh, while I was in Italy. Actually, I was listening to uh, an Oops, episode of Black trains. Yeah, we love train travel. Uh, listening to an episode of the Big Picture podcast, Walkable they Cities. They were drafting 1990s summer movies, uh, so I decided that we should take that idea and uh, Auburnize it because this train is spotting. The it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. 90s, movie. 90s classic. I've gotten on a big kick over the last year or two. No, it's really been longer than that, I guess. Where I listen to music on YouTube while I'm at work, and there's a great, uh, like classical music uh 1950s uh riding oh, on a train interesting youtube music channel check that out folks also just nice. to back up slightly i will say that the uh not to throw shade at, at 
than any of our friends, Dave. Uh, most of the drama in the fantasy league is manufactured for the entertainment of a handful right. of people. Yeah. So it's all 100%. in good jest. A handful of people. I think it's entertaining to everyone. Uh, it is. A, you're right. That's fair. By the way, uh, Logan, if you're listening, you still owe me $114 <laughs> for the um, lake house that we've rented for the draft in August. So if you're listening, <laughs> you were the last person to Venmo me. So go ahead and get that done. <laughs> all right pablo i think you have the first pick yeah yeah i do pablo, yeah so you pablo kick did it off. the least amount of preparation um uh, not I, that i yeah. did much more but to, but he got on the zoom call and immediately was like how does how does this work before we start <laughs> <So> he doesn't <laughs> understand no no so i'm gonna i'm gonna put together a graphic i'm gonna a graphic of everybody's teams we're gonna tweet that out from pablo's account because he has the most followers all right and we'll follow that up with a poll to see who wins and whoever wins cool I don't, I don't do know that. what they. I don't know what they get, but they get something. I like it. Um, do I get to pick the category to start? Yeah. yeah, you can. Yeah, the categories are not in order. So, all right, I like this. Got multiple options on multiple ones. Um, this is a big one. A lot of pressure here, Pablo. Uh, this, this is like I mean, we're well, going to judge is, you based on the category oh, and the game. This is essentially you could take literally you, anything from the last yeah, thirteen. I, I did can, you say twenty ten? By the way, did you did yeah, you know you include okay. twenty ten? Yeah. This is essentially asking you, what do you think the best Auburn game in the last thirteen years is? This is strategic because I'm I'm not using up a couple options by doing this, and you know I'll I'll be left with some other options. So I'm going to go blowout first. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. And I would like to submit doo, 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 first pick of the draft. Tennessee 2013. God. Oh, that's a good pick. Neyland Stadium. Pick. Hold our you know what's absolutely drug it across our faces. What a time. Love to be there that game. I was there in person. Yeah, I Dave, I know too. how much you hate the Tennessee Vols. That was that was an amazing game. Yeah, I mean, that was obviously the middle of the run that was like, oh, we're, like, really going to be good. <laughs> it was also amazing when he threw, Nick Marshall threw, like, seven passes in that game. Yeah, and, and they were all over him. Like Special teams was oh insane that day. Yeah. I think they I scored that. punt return, kick return, mm-hmm. or and I, there was, I think there was another one that went, like, it, it was a long either punt or kick return that wasn't scored, but it went. Yeah, a long way. It was also it was also not a blowout from the like from first the, half was a little like, bit like Ooh. I think it was like 27 20 because we Nick Mar- one of his seven passes was a pick six like right near yeah. halftime. Yep. Yeah. Good That's a good one. Good That's a good you. one. I'm all right. I, all right well, your strategy is a good one. It sort of forced my hand because that was going to be my first pick for the well, not my wow. first pick, but it would have been my blowout choice. So instead, yeah. I'm going to follow Pablo with the blowout option because there unfortunately aren't that many of those. Uh, and I'm going to pick the 2014 LSU game because that had mm-hmm. been a real thorn. That, yeah, that Auburn was a good side. one. Um, you know, obviously uh, for a number of years, it would still carry on that they didn't win in Baton Rouge, but a lot of those wins were close um, for so many years. Those are some incredible games. So yeah, 2014 and, and just so so many good vibes at that yeah, point just, in the season, which yeah. that's in that part of that game, or like it, the strategy of that game was like, Hey, if you just chuck it down there, Sammy Coates, he'll probably get there. He'll probably get it down yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. He's down. Yeah. That was, I feel like that was like, if, if we had, if we had access to that meme before, yeah, that, you exactly. Know, like that was sort of where that meme came from. If you think about it, really. Yep. Good pick. 
Dave, right. are you writing, you're writing all these down and keeping, yeah, keeping yeah, a ledger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I am sort of, I was surprised when going through this, there were a number of 2014 games that I wanted to pick. There were, so that, man. That does sort mm-hmm. of, for yeah. as disappointing of an end to the season as that year was, there were a handful of really exciting wins also. Okay, well, I'm going to do what I thought Pablo would do and Pedro would do. I'm going to take the kick six. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. What category am I going to take it in? I, have, I think I'm going to. You got to finish six. up the blowout category. Well, no, no. You can go back and forth on categories. No, let's do category at a time. No, hey, this no, is my. Th- I made these rules up. But Dave, it makes more sense like to have the first pick, but like now in the second category, like I'll have the last pick. Dave, it is a snake, so you could continue the blowout theme and okay. then you can just pick the kick yeah, you six just, next. Just do your finish okay. the blowout. All right. And pick. All, right. All right. So we'll go category by category. I did All sort right. of yeah. forget my that might have been a dumb move on my part because we're posting this on Twitter and people are gonna gravitate towards that game. So it may be a dumb move in hindsight. All right. Well, I'm okay. That's uh, we'll do blowouts. All right, up for blowout, I'm gonna take UGA twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's a good the one. The most fun I've ever had watching an Auburn game Same. that I wasn't at and probably the most fun I've ever had watching an Auburn game ever. Uh, the last touchdown, the like throwback pass to Karen Johnson and Stan White was like, oh, he's going to score. Like instantly. That was incredible. Yeah, I really shouldn't let it do this for me, but it is soured some by the fact that they were they just repaid the favor to Auburn in like two weeks. Now, yeah. well, in, yeah, the moment, in the moment, absolutely incredible and – you know, yeah, we ain't got to get into all that pair. Auburn hasn't exactly had a lot of <laughs> success against Georgia in the last decade and a half. So yeah, that's a that's a phenomenal choice. It's and, if you isolate it though, it's really fun to think about. If you don't think about anything else, exactly. Just that well, moment. And, and time. For, yeah, for a certain for all of us and and for some people, I think a certain age, your formative years of watching Auburn football, that blackout that Georgia did to Auburn initially. Yeah. And they played the song. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, that lingered with me yeah. for years. And so in yeah. a small way, it felt like Auburn had gotten, I wouldn't say they'd gotten the, the score even, but it was nice to, it was, that callback was nice. Okay. I had so in blowout. I was, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. My backup pick was the, I feel like this is an underrated game, even though it was a championship game, it was the SC championship game in 2010. That was it was fun. a lot of fun because the yeah, first was half fun. was competitive and the second half you they just beat the brakes off of them and yeah. And, and yeah that's a great choice actually that touchdown first, right before the half though was like yeah that's yeah. what I was saying the first half yeah. was competitive and then we threw that we got it hell married a darn man I was like these dudes can't touch good luck and then they like, routed on the second half that that would have been a really good blowout pick some people say some people say Cam Newton was the original him you know could potentially be a great wild card game. Also. So let's not give out the options. Yeah. All right. We're gonna move into uh we're gonna move into rivalry. Nice. And I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the kick <laughs> six because I'm just a Dave, would you like to explain so. yourself? Um yeah. Top five day of my entire life, probably. Uh the week leading up to it was almost as good as the day. Like I was in college, obviously, and it was Thanksgiving week, and I had nothing to think about except that game, and it's all I thought about for seven days. Like I, I mean, Auburn was electric. I I left uh I left my house in Nashville like Friday morning at six a.m. and I was like I gotta get back to Auburn. And my dad was like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when you get back to Auburn at ten in the morning?" And I was like, "I don't know, but it's better than being here." I do remember <laughs> standing on the library lawn across from the fraternity house with you and just being jittery. 
Yeah. Uh, because a lot I'm, of things had broken right for Auburn since that Georgia win where it became clear, okay, not, you know, Auburn's and, – and then, of course, some things happened after the win too that, that paved the way for Auburn. But anyway, that was, yeah, I, like probably the most palpable energy for a sporting event I have ever oh, felt in the build-up to that. Easily. Yeah. And, like, I, I think I've said this on here before, but, like, I didn't drink at all. I, I, I was too – I was like, I'm too nervous. Like, I just – I can't. And I just – it was great. And I mean – I didn't even see him score because like somebody had tackled me already. Uh, and it was like, I was literally, I was on the ground between, between bleachers. <laughs> and like, I was like, I was conscious enough to be like, it is disgusting down here, but I don't care. All so, right. Excellent. All right. Excellent choice. All right. Tanner, we're back to you at rivalry. So I went into this speaking of strategy, expecting someone to get the kick six before I could. And I maintain that although the kick six, because of the stakes, because of what Alabama had become in the previous years by winning multiple national titles and Auburn having the three and nine year, I mean, all these factors that do provide context to why that game was so meaningful. And and we'll, I mean, you could go round and round with people, but I, I think a lot of people, even if they're not big college football fans would say that is the greatest ending to a sporting event ever. I still maintain, though, the 2019 Iron Bowl start to finish the best game. Is that what you're picking? Yes. 2019 Damn it. That's what Iron I was going to go with. Yeah. I mean, it Iron was, Bowl. and I, I don't have to expel it out to the people listening, yeah. but absolute Insane. drugs. It had everything. Four quarters. Name, yes. name something. It had it. I mean, you had amazing. You had a, a Carlson making a field goal. You had Bo Nix throwing touchdowns and scoring and whatnot. You had a hundred yard pick six. You had another Smoke Monday pick six. A, a, a Bama doink. I mean, you, you had it all in there. Yeah, that and almost a hundred total points scored. Like that's insane. The doink. And it's like it's so fun. Like you look and it's like you go back and look at who was on that Alabama team and it's unreal, unbelievable. insane. Jalen Waddle had like seven thousand yards and yeah, 10 Auburn touchdowns. did. Auburn did a very respectable job of stopping three of Alabama's receivers. The problem is the fourth they had one. four. Yeah. They were <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, and like Mac Jones outside of the two pick six that you can make a strong argument or why Auburn wins that game. Like Mac Jones played very well. I think he had oh, gotten yeah. like one other start prior to the iron bowl, maybe. So like, it's not as if he had a whole lot of experience and then he has to step in for this meaningful game. But uh, yeah, the, that is the best four quarters of football I've ever watched. Didn't, when the result uh, went the way I wanted, anyway. Didn't Waddle have like he had what three receiving touchdowns and a kickoff return, right? Yes. Yeah, he had a yeah. kickoff return. And one like I remember, dude, I was, I was, I was at the game. His like he had he caught like a seven yard slant right before halftime and just housed it with no problem. And I was like, that dude, yep. the, we that was that was right no before the half. Auburn's winning this game. Well, no, but that's remember that's right when he scored that swing. There was only like thirty seconds left, and we came out and still got a field goal out of that. Yeah, like and that was that weird little controversy yeah. there. And of course, that it ends in the hilarious, the hilarious way with the, with the um the the, the fake, fake punt thing. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I called. think a forgotten play or the 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 drive where uh, Seth has a nice one handed catch. Mm-hmm. I think Bo throws one of the best balls of his career at Auburn to Sal Canella, maybe in the end yeah. zone. I mean, like yep. there is some kind of, it's easy. There's somewhat, so much happening in that game that it's easy to forget 
some of the exciting things. So yeah, let's go 2019 Iron Bowl. Man, that was tough. That was a good one. That's the one I was saying, hoping was going to be got, there. You got two picks coming up, so you can you finish off rivalry and then you pick the next. Guy. Oh, that really sucks because I've already burned 2013, <laughs> so I can't say 2013 Georgia. Man, that's tough. Oh no, my strategy backfired. Your strategy um, of not not doing anything. Yeah, let's just go 20, 2010 Bama. Nice. Yeah, Pretty on the road. Nice. Literally the last time we've won on the road. Cam obviously did Cam things. Let's see, legendary moment. And yeah, that was obviously the icing on the cake for what was going to preface the national title and steal one from them. So that was awesome. What was your give up level at halftime? Uh, I was in I was in pretty bad shape. <laughs> um, I was watching it over <laughs> with a lot of family members and have a lot of Bama fans in the family and one my cousin in law that's married to one of my you know guy married to one of my cousin only other Auburn fan that was there. So it was me and him and like. Uh, a throng of Emma fans. So we were, we were not having the best of time. And then, um, yeah, that obviously turned around and was amazing. The second half. So my, uh, I, I was like 94% towel thrown in. Oh yeah. My, uh, my grandma, who I can't remember how old she was at the time, but she was up there at halftime. She goes, she, an old woman just throws up her hands, not even an Auburn fan. And she goes, there goes the Heisman. It's over. It's all <laughs> over. And I was like, okay, we, like, you think you're help? Do you think that's helping? Do you think you're helping here? And like my brother who, my brother, uh, who graduated from Auburn in 08. So just out of college. And my sister was at Auburn. We we're all watching the game, uh, at my parents' house over Thanksgiving. And my brother and his wife had a code word where if things like we learned this later, where if like things got annoying or like things got out of control, they would say it and they would leave and go watch the game in another room. And when my grandmother did that, they said the code word and they both got up and left. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I, a couple of things. I remember fuming at halftime talking to a friend who was also at the game. Uh, we we met in the concourse and, and I, I distinctly remember complaining about the Nick Fairley penalty that would eventually extend a drive and leads yes. to an Alabama touchdown. Um, and, and Dave, we actually have a mutual friend. She fell asleep at some point in the first half and woke up oh, no. after the game was over, obviously very confused about what had happened. That's tough. That's a tough beat to, to walk <laughs> yeah. around with that. We, yeah. I mean, so I'm well, I have I know somebody who left the we have a mutual friend uh Tanner also who left the kick six at halftime. So Oh yeah, that's tough. Uh, yeah, that's I tough. won't reveal I won't reveal his name, but he knows who he is. You know you know who you are. All right, so Pablo has another shot at this, yeah. All right, let's 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 let's, let's review real quick. Okay, we're, very fair. We're that's two good. Picks that's in. good. All right, Pablo, so far you have Tennessee in twenty thirteen in blowout and the uh the comeback in rivalry. Tanner, you have LSU 14 in blowout and the 2019 Iron Bowl in rivalry. I've got UGA 17 in blowout and kick six in rivalry. We all went, we all went out of games in rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, well, because right. of the blowout that burned 2013. Mm -hmm. So nobody got to pick the Georgia rivalry. True. And we well, we still have uh the 2017 Iron Bowl is still on board. Mm. Yeah, so I almost went with that one, but then obviously because of the implications and what resulted, I had to go 2010. Right. Okay, Pablo, so you get to pick the next category. 
2017 is weirdly the most confident I've ever been in an Iron Bowl ever. Interesting. Yeah, I, I could I could get on board with that. That was like right when I was getting into like there was there was some decent resources for like college football advanced stats and stuff like that, and I I had fully talked myself up, spent way too much money on tickets, convinced a friend, and we're like we're winning this game. And like look at all these stats and all these you know all the advanced stats and stuff. It's like they're not gonna be able to move the ball with Jalen Hurts on us, and I'll be damned if that wasn't completely appropriate and accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was beautiful. So yeah, again one of those things honorable that mention. You- one of those things that if you uh, if you uh, isolate it and don't think about what happened later, exactly, it's great. Exactly, <laughs> it's awesome. Sort of kind of a theme here. All right. It really is a punishment that could only happen to Auburn. I mean, it is a yeah, special type of purgatory, percent, where yeah. Auburn, much like Auburn, and this resurfaced, I guess, today or or the other day, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, the Jalen Green interview with Paul George, yeah. where him. Yeah. God. And Scoot Henderson wind up being like, yeah, we'd have gone to Auburn, but we didn't. And and kind of <laughs> in the same vein, like uh, obviously sticking it to your two biggest rivals at the end of the year and then watching them play in an all-time yeah. national championship game is just well, that's truly a matrix year. play that I, I cannot express to like fans of, of other schools. Like this just does not happen to y'all. That 2017 yeah. year is so particularly tough for so many reasons. A, I mean, Peter, you pointed out, but like you beat Georgia, you blow Georgia out. It's amazing. But and then the next week you beat Alabama, but you lose basically the key to your team. Cause he, his shoulder essentially explodes. Uh, and then Georgia, you play Georgia again and they beat you when it matters. And then Alabama's like, well, we'll just take the week off and then we'll go to the national championship anyway. Terrible, tough, real tough. Pablo, have you chosen oh, then, your category? Well, and then one more um, thing about that no, 2017. You get those two wins, and then you're like, hey, this football coach deserves the most money that <laughs> anyone's ever had, ever. And a lot of job security. Let's let's do that. Well, Anyways. to make this more about me and my smart picks, too. I mean, that, that <laughs> LSU loss, I mean, my God, like, please get it together, man. You know, what, what were they up? 20 to 3 against LSU and Baton Rouge in 17. Yeah, say, when we painter, like you said uh, uh before we started, when we do the inverse of this draft, I think that might be my first overall pick. Which one? Twenty seventeen uh, blown three score like the lead. Heartbreaking, frustrating losses. That's gonna be up there. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Because you probably find terrible. yourself as the four seed in the playoff if you just have the one loss to Clemson. Yep. Absolutely. And then obviously you lose in the SEC title. But yeah, save that for another day, I suppose. All right. So Pablo, you got two picks here. Wait, so I mean, question, one, pick one question, one pick left with, um, with the wild card, since mm-hmm. it's a wild card, can we repeat mm-hmm. seasons? I like that one. Re- yeah. One repeat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down these lists and I'm like, we're going to miss several good games, not being able to repeat. Right. A season okay. With yeah. A wild I can, card game. can rule on that. Okay. All right. Then I'm, I'm happy with that. So I will go. Well, we all, I, I was picking, um, we're on new category now, correct? Correct. Yeah. You're picking the category. I'm at y'all's yeah, mercy. Yeah, what category, I say, what category do you want to do? We got upset, non-conference. Well, I'm not doing upset because uh, mine got stolen and now I'm, I'm having Scrambling. to, got it. I'm having to scramble. Yeah. So let's move on to non-conference game. All right. Another great one that I was Don't in attendance it. for. Don't take it. Don't take it. Oh, nine West Virginia. Oh. Is that allowed? It's, we're doing 2010. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, if we're doing that, I'm taking the 01 Florida game. Oh, we did say we did say 2010. I'm sorry. This okay. has gone off the rails. It has. It has. All right. Never mind. Changing categories. We're going to wild okay. card. This could also card. actually this will be my non-conference. This will be my non-conference. Okay. Okay. Non-conference game 2010 Clemson. Oh nope, wow! Can't do that. Okay. Can't do that. I can't do that because then that repeats not in the wild card. That's true. So, really... Dang it! Well, you also you also took the 2010. Oh wait, we're repeating. That's why. I'm, that's why it has to be wild card. 2010 Clemson wild card first okay. pick. Lock it. If in. you were as frustrated by this sequence of events as I am, blame Dave. <laughs> okay, but so nope, blame Dave. <laughs> right. 2010 Clemson got it. And so, yeah, because yeah, obviously, like several other games that that season, that that was the first one where we were like, "Oh, this is because we it was have early. something. Like, we have something with this. Like seven down, seventeen to nothing, come back, win that game in overtime. Another one that I was at as a student was incredible. Um, yeah. Also, the the snap, the the having to read. I mean, such an Auburn way to to win the game because what they, they make the first kick, but right. But they have to yep. redo it mm-hmm. because the, the, yep. the, the center flinched or whatever. Yep. Uh, I missed what you, you, you already did your other pick there. So painter were, were to you at, blow, it was uh, unclear to me what card. category we're operating on. So we're, we're operating wild under wildcard so. and wildcard is the repeat year. Yeah. You can repeat. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You're handcuffed by no rules here other than 22. Uh, you know, this one is probably not going to play as well as online with the voters, but this one means a lot to me because of, nope, I'll save that. We're going to do 2014 Ole Miss. It's hard, right? You can shift it. Okay. I like that. Oh, that's, yeah. Dave, you and I uh, sat together for a good portion of that game, actually. Lovely. Not the entire game, but we did sit together for some of it. My favorite college road trip by far. Yeah, I mean, for, for most of you will remember vividly because the season comes crashing down shortly after this win. <laughs> but uh, Auburn in the top, it what, did. top three, top four in the initial college yeah. football rankings, and yeah, uh, incredible high-powered offensive game. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously the injury is is an important footnote here, but uh, I mean, just again, again, a very a very wacky way for Auburn to win, unfortunately for Laquan Treadwell. And something that I think is uh probably forgotten, uh Corey Grant, like on a on a I think it's a third down play, they draw up a really nice what I think was a screen pass. I think it was a screen pass or a very short pass to Corey Grant in the backfield that is is definitely gonna pick up the first down so long as they complete the pass. And the throw is just a little errant, I think. And so the ball hits the ground, clock stops giving Ole Miss more time to operate. And it looks like it's going to be a classic case of Auburn outthinking itself. <laughs> but uh, we know that's not what happened. They waited Man, a week to do that. Another one of those situations where if you isolate this game and don't think about what happens next, it's great. Yeah, speaking uh, of, I, I, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, the the you mentioned the 2017 game being a painful one. That 2014 Texas A&M one, oh oof, gosh, buddy, dude, boy, one, of, one of, maybe the worst and, and a major hose career. job. Also, is there yeah. is there a better back to like if you had to take one win and one loss, is there a better home and home than 2013 2014 Auburn A&M? Two insane games like back to back at each place. 
No, you're right. I just from like a, I can't like think if of you another. Don't care about Auburn or and you're just watching a good football yeah. game. You would be yeah. like, this is this is pure college football speed. I, I can't think of a better Auburn back to back than those the two. A&M, A&M yeah, the, the first like the first several years of the Auburn and series were so weird. Yeah. So they blow oh, Auburn the out in twelve with Manziel. Auburn kind of oh starts God. to peak, or at least it's like clear Auburn's. Totally not, a, totally not a horse collar in 2013. Oh, yeah. oh uh, super great athlete, played linebacker. What was his name? Chris Frost. Ford. Thank or you. Chris yes. Frost. Okay. Chris Ford. <laughs> well, D Ford was critical in that game. Yeah. I mean, I guess Critical. 15 would have been the Jeremy Johnson, uh, Kyler Murray game, right? Yes. And we yeah. Auburn won that game, right? Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, it was on the road. Was, was AM ranked in that game too? Like twenty fourth or something, probably. Anyway, weird, weird series. Uh, All right, that kicks 20... it back to to Dave. Is that right? Yes, for two picks. So let me just take. I'm really, I'm really torn here because like the word wild card is throwing me off because I want to take like a completely insane pick. Right. There's also, there's also a lot of good games left. Like, I don't really know, but I think I'm just gonna. I, this is the first game that came to me when I thought about wildcard and this is completely off the board, but it was a super fun game that I was at. It meant essentially nothing to anyone, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the music city bowl win over Purdue. And that's a good one. Auburn was just addicted to scoring for, for like the first time in years. I think that was, I want to say it was 2018. Yeah. 2018 Purdue. Again, that is a, that's a bad pick, but. I really, really enjoyed that game, and it super was, fun game. Yeah, just we don't hilarious. get many of those. What was the final score? Like sixty-three to ten. Or yeah, something? and and some of these, like like I understand in your head, you're like thinking about okay, what's going to play well with the audience? But then there are some games that just have like a certain sentimental. Yeah, they're sentimental meaning to you that may not mean quite as much to everyone else. That game was hysterical, dude. I mean, I, it was like uh, I think it was forty-two to seven at halftime. Darius Slayton had like the most insane stat yeah. line. He had like five oh. catches for four touch. I don't remember exactly he made what his, it was. He it made, was outrageous. He, made his, he plays for the Giants now because of that game. Because of that game, yeah. hundred percent. It also, yeah. like, I understand it's rich of me to uh, criticize coaches who've made their bones off of being, you know, pretty good at understanding what it is they're doing. But uh, it, did, it did make you wonder to some extent, like, why did Darius Slayton not have the ball more? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that All game right. was. Uh, I also, I also was gifted free uh, box tickets to that game, so that was a part of okay. it. Okay, there you go. That plays two flexes for Dave. Italy and and the box. Tax the rich. I'm not here to be. I'm not here to be humble. Anyways. All right, Dave. What's the next category? The, Review us real quick, uh, since we're kind of okay. we're kind of winding down here. All right, we got Pablo's got Tennessee thirteen and blowout. Uh, the 2010 Iron Bowl in rivalry and 2010 Clemson in wild card. Painters got 14 LSU in blowout, the 19 Iron Bowl in rivalry, and the Ole Miss 14 in wild card. Damn, that's a good. I feel like Painter might be winning right now. I don't lineup. think so, but that's a, a good opinion. Somebody, there's got to be at least two or three people out there who are like, you know what? I also really enjoyed that Music City Bowl win. 
what a great, what a, what it a was great a great game. game. I don't think anybody's gonna like disagree with all these. Dave, games. I will say, when I was racking my brain earlier this afternoon thinking about that one, that game did come to mind because it had been such a disappointing season coming off yeah. of 2017. It was very um, cathartic. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, like it was, and well, also I feel like some people like a casual, like an casual Auburn or non-Auburn college football fan who had listened to this show be like, oh, they didn't pick bowl games. Well, I don't think there's Dave an, McKinney. <laughs> Slam pickings. A, no, I'm saying bowl games wasn't a category because like there's not enough games to go around. <laughs> like especially if you can't repeat seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not it's like not the all years we did win bowl games. It's like these ones were missing. Yeah, they, they tended to win the bowl years. games that meant the absolute least. Like you can argue that outside of playing for a playoff or you know maybe a new year's bowl that none of them matter but you know at the same time like there is a certain level of shrugging your shoulders when you beat memphis in the birmingham bowl right yeah all right we're gonna go all right so wait okay so we just finished painters i've got uga 17 in blowout the kick six in rivalry and purdue 18 in the wild card all right that's the best this worked out perfectly for me because I really wanted this game. Okay. This really, this legitimately maybe, this might be a top five Auburn game for me in the last 10 years. I know what Matt, you're going to say. Do you? I think so. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. I'm go, sorry. We're going to go non-conference. Yep. Yep. You're doing it. Go the, it's a Thursday night game, isn't it? No. We're going to go oh, 2019 okay. season opener against Oregon with the Bo Nix uh, okay. winning touchdown. Damn it, that's Williams. the one I had right yes, there. Dude. That was my I had it. Oh, I wanted that one so bad. It I stand oh, corrected, but an game. excellent choice. Do you think oh, I was going to go, 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 do you think I was going to go Kansas State? Kansas State. That was thought, like a top uh, five okay. college day for me. Yeah, that was but a lot he, of fun. I remember Unbelievably fun. Yes. Oh, man, yeah. now I'm scrambling. Oh, gosh. What are we going to do, boys? Man. So, Dave, uh, I, I mean, is there anything to read? I mean, I remember that I was I was in Skybar. I was doing after the game with Dan Peck, coincidentally, yeah. and I remember a bu- uh, two dudes uh, standing at one of the front sidebars. It was probably sometime at the end of the first quarter, or the second quarter, and they had moved on from Bonix. They were ready to see Joey Gatewood. Yeah. The Bon the Bonix slander started that day the minute that game started really i mean we were getting our we were getting our ass kicked once it was like it was 20 to 3 or 20 to 7 a good way through the the third quarter i can't really remember but and then uh big cat big cat had the uh the scoop and take it to the two yard line not scoop and score Mm -hmm. um which i didn't realize because when he crossed like the so i was at i was at a buddy's house uh in hilton head which again i don't you can just <laughs> anyway <laughs> three times now. Damn. Um, and I when when Big Cat passed. Did like you the, tell someone that you wanted to impress to listen to this episode? Right. Like, what is this? When Big Cat passed a 15 yard line, I jumped in the pool and then they were like, Hey, he didn't score. And I was like, Oh, that's super disappointing. Um But that dude, like I I agree though, Painter, like it 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 makes I think a lot of people move on from Bo Nix after like Q1 of that game. It's it is going to be interesting, and obviously the story for Bo is not finished. Um, but I, I'll be curious to see how we discuss him with a little bit more time um yeah. in between, you know, his career at Auburn and, and to some extent again what he does at Oregon. Some people will say I don't really care because he didn't 
didn't do it at Auburn. But yeah, I will say that that Oregon game is interesting because there were so many games. Man, I under, had that one under oh. Gus where it felt like you'd look at the score and Auburn would be down six points or ten points, and you'd be like, they're they're not going to win. Like they might There's as no well way. be down by twenty eight. And that at one point may have felt that way against Oregon. And, you know, obviously instead of it being the usual outcome of being like, well, they, they didn't score 10 points and win, they actually were able to, to come back that um, who was it? Wasn't there a freshman safety that had a huge sack? Was it smoke Monday? Maybe that had like a, a huge play in that I game. Would he been, would he been a freshman in 2019? I can't remember. Also, no. I guess one thing that speaking of forgotten plays, we mentioned this earlier. Um, when we were talking about that 2019 Iron Bowl, but you know, Bo picking up the first down that would eventually yeah. lead to yeah. him being able to throw, you know, his knee. I, I thought he got it clearly. He was so close to not picking up the first down, but also just hilarious that in that situation, Auburn definitely could have played for a field goal and they were just like, ah, you know, we'll just no way. Let's just chuck it. And then that that gif of uh, Gus and Bo doing like the simultaneous, mm-hmm. the boom, like fist bump on the sideline. Everybody's the like, was weakest celebration we're penalty gonna be, ever. We're going to be uh, so good. Given to awesome. Seth Williams for throwing the ball down. Yeah. Seth Williams, man. What's man. he doing? Is he, he practice squatting these days? Last I checked, he was like with the Broncos in some capacity. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. I don't know if that is the most recent team he's been with. Does that mean does that move it back to me? Yes, Painter, you've got non-conference. And just FYI, you you have already used 2014 and 2019. So that Jacksonville State game is wide open if you want to take it here. Um, did Pablo already take the 2010 Clemson game? Yes. That was the wild card. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. There's one, there's a non-conference game sitting out there that I'm I'm interested to see if anybody anybody grabs. You could also just take the Kansas State game that you were just talking about. I've already picked 2014, oh, actually right. twice yeah, now. But I got 14. to repeat 2014 oh, once. It's a good year for Painter if he picks three games. <laughs> 2014. <laughs> it, was, it was a good year for me. It was in a general. fun season. Mostly. There's there's two games I'm thinking of here that I'm same. There's two I've got in my head that like are pretty pretty obvious to me to pick one oh, of them. Oh, okay. Because I obviously put a lot of thought and hard work into this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Unlike somebody. I don't want to pick the Washington game. That was well, that's one of the ones. Of. That's one of the ones I was thinking of. Because uh, I think in hindsight, people forget how good Washington was and was supposed to be because of yeah, how our season. They were number six such, in that game. Why are you such a Sal Canella hater, Painter? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Did we win any non-conference games under Harson? We haven't had any Harson games picked just yet. Yeah, we did. If you want to count Alabama A&M and Akron. Ooh, are they in the SEC? No. They have to be in the All SEC. Right, well, I've stalled no, long enough. Oh, okay, okay. I'll just take Washington. All right, Washington 2018. Somewhat unemphatically. Washington. Back to, back-to-back Pac-12 chance, Pac champs. Peter, you, you seem very passionate about this game. Can you give us a little... Little color on that. Uh, it was actually the first time I ever covered an Auburn football game. So, in that sense, it should probably be a little bit more meaningful to me. Went and listened to Chris Peterson speak after the game. Nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that uh, was a that was a fun game. Also at that one, that's the first game that I took my daughter to. Oh. So that's always a memory I'll have. That's a nice sentiment. It's partly what I was going to lean into. So now I'll still have to steal some of that clout by saying that. A couple of firsts for Pablo and Painter, and yep. one of the first, uh, one of the first, 
you know, Sal Canella had the, uh, that little, right. He had that like toe drag touch uh-huh, in the Sal. corner. Uh-huh. He had, yeah. The two, the two most important plays of Sal Canella's life. He had the toe drag touchdowns. Shout out that non-conference was, that was games of... that don't make you get a, uh, you know, a neutral sites that don't make you pay for a ticket for a baby. Unlike Auburn university. Oh, wow. Are they oh, for real? That's a thing. Uh, yeah. Like if, I mean, good luck trying to take one of your children to an iron bowl. <laughs> well, like, is there a cutoff? Like if the baby's just, you're carrying it, oh, like, what's the deal like, there? At Auburn, if it is a human with a pulse, you have to have a ticket. Huh. Are you, are you expressing surprise that an institution of higher learning is trying to nickel and dime it, everything right? they can? Not right? shocking. So needless to say, 2018 Washington was the only game we took the baby to. Yeah, I guess the I, argument is like you're taking up. I think space. maybe we went to like Samford or something if they played later in the year, but I don't remember. But that is very funny that you gave them like fifty or a hundred thousand dollars, and they were like, "We're going to need another two hundred. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. It's crazy. Pablo, we go back right. to you with uh, to wrap up non-conference. You've got non-conference, and then you got to kick us off on upset. Kick us off on the upset. Which yeah, I, if you take my upset pick, I will be furious. Uh, probably f- not, because I feel like I just pulled this one out with like limited research, but I just popped in my head, and it was sentimental for different reasons. But um, non-conference game, I was going to go twenty-eight Washington, but another really fun game in a similar venue was the twenty fifteen Louisville game. Yeah, that yes, was that is Louis- a good Lamar. Pick. Lamar Jackson's breaking out as a true freshman of like, whoa, what is this guy? And he's going to be really good. And also it was a nice juxtaposition because we were supposed to be pretty good. And then Jeremy Johnson threw for like 140 yards. And it was like, <laughs> we're not going to be good. <laughs> well, but at the same time, the first play, you there's this huge level of expectation. I think Auburn is like picked – it's like Auburn, Alabama, something weird happened at SEC media days where like one of them was picked to, to win the West. But the other one was yeah. like picked to win the league. Auburn obviously has Jeremy Johnson, who shows out in 2014 against Arkansas and some other smaller yep. opponents. I think Trey Matthews intercepts the opening pass. Yep. And then yep. Auburn did just run it down their throat and score on the first drive offensively. Because they had drive. a what was the what was the other quarterback's name that Louisville started that season? That Bella. Yeah. Belafonte or whatever his name, yeah. Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte or whatever his name was. But he uh, starts with a B, I feel like. Um, but, yeah, then they put Lamar in, and it was, like, very clear that that, that, that kid was different. Um, yeah. And it's it's okay, going to be a total LeBron moment, right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say because I knew it was coming. <laughs> but I swear on my life, and I, pro- I think I've referenced this before, I-, I called my dad after that game, not an Auburn fan, by the way, but I called him after that game, and I was like, I don't know even who this kid for Louisville is, but that kid will win a Heisman Trophy while he is at Louisville. Like he will. Shut up, Dave. I saw that. Dave. <laughs> I, don't I saw that. that at all. You don't That's have perfect. to believe it. You don't. Give That's me your fine. dad's. Give me your dad's phone number. Y'all call. You can call him right now. I will. Let's get him on. The, get him because on the show. that was that was the the era of like you could absolutely dominate with a mobile quarterback mobile and like quarterback, yeah. his yeah. legs were insane. And I was like, he's 18 years old out here. Like he looks insane. I'm actually so starting like to a video game player. Pablo a little more because of how defensive he got about that. Yeah, that did irritate me a little bit because I saw so Dave's that, face just that shrug and that scowl. I knew like, that would piss you off immediately. So that game. uh Justin Garrett, you know, picked up that. Well, I can't remember if it was Lamar or Napoleon Bonaparte playing quarterback, but they just dropped the ball that just sat right there. And yeah, Justin Garrett took it back for like, I think it was like an 85 yard uh, 
fumble return touchdown. And that was a really fun game. Justin Garrett had, had, had not really lived up to his recruiting hype at that point. And Painter, we have a mutual friend who I would probably call the number one, Justin Garrett, uh, unappreciator at that time. And I texted him when that happened and he was like, who cares? I could have picked that ball up and run 85 yards too. Really, really committed to the Yeah, if you had shut that game off after about the first quarter, you'd probably have been feeling still very good about the Auburn hype that you entered the season with. It was a pretty boring game, though. Like It settled for sure. Kind of a bad pick, honestly. (laughs) Look at this. Sabotaging the pick. He's trying to accept the audience. (laughs) You're right. Well, good thing is I'll just tweet out the poll before the episode drops. Right, exactly. Yeah. And nobody right. can have their biases by what we say. That's the thing. I, I shouldn't talk because, like, you know, we got to use your we got to use your Twitter cloud. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes things like this can work against you. So then it's like, oh, you've got there's just way too many people that are going to see this. You're the one tweeting right. it. So yeah, like, let's just right. go with another direction. Like, there's have also you, that. Element. Have you? Well, two questions actually. I don't want to get off track, but a has Elon unlocked the original account, and b have you have you built up the followers back to where you were before? Oh yeah, far surpassed follower count by now. Okay, so I'm not good. that worried about it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, more than like doubled up what it used to be. And then um yeah, I I actually filed another appeal like three weeks ago because I, I just want the old I just want the at. Like I don't care for the account anymore. Right. Like right. I want the at to be freed up so that I can like get off the burner and get back to yeah. like the barner. But Smart. they uh I haven't heard back yet and they probably won't. Mm. Every time I do, yeah. they're just like, uh, sorry, you violated Who's, whose job is it to <laughs> sift through those and be like, these idiots want their accounts back? Oh, I think, no, I think Elon does it himself. And it's like, there's new ownership. So surely there's a new set of eyeballs that sees it. You know, it's like, but it's, it's funny. Like the, the, like the biggest Auburn Twitter fan account is Pablo and the biggest Alabama Twitter fan account is Hunter Johnson. And you both have burner in your name. Cause you've both been, you've <laughs> I actually told him he needed to do that. Permanently banned. Yeah. Told him Hilarious. he needed to do it. Cause it was not long after, but um, yeah, so it is, it's, it's definitely bigger now than it was. So, I mean, I just, whatever, like I don't really care, but out of principle over just mm-hmm. DCMA violations, like that's insane. But anyway, just want to also point out um, something. You've taken me down a, a path. So you can create a narrative in which you, the man tried to hold you down, but For sure. you overcame. Yep. So Georgia did this annoying thing after they emphatically and, and pretty easily with the exception of basically the Ohio state game, won another national title where like, they did the no one believed in us trope, which is whatever. I mean, I understand it's a popular thing to do in sports. I think it's especially popular probably in America, but I don't think it's isolated to just us sports. Um, Alabama. It's it's pretty likely they'll win at least one more national title before Saban retires, whenever that is. And I, I think for the first time in like a decade and a half, they feel a little nervous if not intimidated, that they are not sure. an undisputed bully. <clears throat> yeah. The insufferability of their fan base when they win yet another national title <laughs> and play the same car Georgia did that everyone counted them out. They're already right. doing it. Like they're already doing it currently. Yeah. Which good for them. There's yeah. I mean, that's how you do it. 
the the Georgia thing, Georgia like dude, the song that those players released, like like, are you kidding me? Like that is insane. Yeah. It's also just loser mentality. It's very right? strange like, to me. What you a feel, weird you God get this thing that every fan they would want. let us in. <laughs> it's so strange because you get this dream that like almost every fan would want, which is basically to be the most dominant team for more than a decade. I mean, like it's not enough, Painter. It's not yeah, enough. Yeah, and, and like instead you have to you have to create narratives, I guess, in a mind palace to make you have it to exude insecurity after living a decade over a decade of that. I guess you Did just you say, get bored too much of a good you say thing, you know. A mind palace? Yeah, I mean they've created, they've constructed yeah. this world in which like they can't just be the undisputed best team of the last 15 right. years. They have to create enemies in the process. Yep. And you have to, you have to like, it's almost like Texas in a way too, because obviously I've been a lot more exposed to that, but like anything Texas does, like I've noticed that their fans behave in a similar fashion. It's like, it's not enough to just be like, Oh, Texas did that. You have to like objectively acknowledge, even as a rival fan, like, wow, that's awesome. Texas did that, you know? And like Bama fans are very much that way. Yeah. It's like, it's like the winning has lost its flavor. Yeah. Like you, you not only, need to just accept that they've won. You need to be like celebrating and very impressed that they're doing it. Right. Are you guys going to watch the uh, Alabama rush documentary that comes out? Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, Must see TV. Definitely. I don't know when this episode is dropping, but we're recording Monday. So it comes out tomorrow on HBO max and I will be watching it and I will be taking vigorous notes and sharing them with my wife who went through rush in Alabama. Yeah. I've been um, bad at this uh, for Dipper, a recent episode. Dipper closed out the series by the way. Yes, oh, I saw okay. that. LeBron dropped they won by oh, two. They sorry. won by LeBron, two. LeBron dropped forty. I saw. He dropped forty. Mm. Thirty-one. Yeah, this is half. coming out yeah, Wednesday so. morning. You're listening to this probably on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and we recorded this for, Monday night. Tough look for Tristan Thompson. That is a very tough look for Tristan Thompson. <laughs> what did he? Uh, what tough look for? I feel like that guy is so blessed to have been <laughs> friends with LeBron. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, mean, just his entire career was turned. I guess did he get to date a Kardashian because of the clout he earned by being in proximity yes. to LeBron, or did that happen in a different order? No, that was in that it was in that era, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, yeah, all the I've eyeballs always, were on Cleveland, and if I could be a if I could be a hanger on to anybody other than, of course, Painter, as I'm a hanger on to you, that's the reason I'm on this podcast. It would be LeBron. Yeah, that'd be a good choice. Yeah, I'd be dating Adele. You could go to Hilton Head and England and all the all that you, you could want. Go to a to a box at the Music City Bowl, yeah, right? You could go to. I don't Italy. think, the, I don't think a you box could live the, the same City life, Bowl. Dave. But you could do it with LeBron. That'd be awesome, right? Yeah, I don't. Well, and I'd be getting a lot more basketball players to Auburn. I'll tell you that. That's true. I bet Bronny you'd James. have a lot of say with that apparel contract too. Yeah, Bronny James and uh, and Bryce, they'd be they'd be coming. Is everyone here coming. firmly Team Nike? Is there any? I, th I know we've talked about this some on and off, but Dude, like I, I would, I would actually be okay with Adidas as well. I think I'd be I've okay with Adidas. more than once. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't, I don't care if it's Puma, but I just want it to be something else. <laughs> I uh, I'd be cool with Adidas, but yeah, I'm I'm for the sake of branding itself, not necessarily the quality and or look of fan apparel, but just. The branding of the programs themselves, like give me Nike or jump, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I Actually, think it, it'd be kinda... really cool to do what one of these other schools just did. 
but like like a split deal, like Jumpman yes. specifically for basketball and then Nike for all of his sports. That would be so dope. It does seem like a bit of a layup, like unless Adidas is just offering a surprisingly higher right. amount of money, then I think you'd probably right. just go Nike. Yeah. All right, yeah. should we should we uh should we finish yeah, up these last up. Where are up. we? Where are we? We're at we? the last category. Pablo, Pablo last category. We're shifting. Upset. Going to upset. This is tough because of the years this is that tough. we I got, burned. Yeah, I got obviously, a lot of questions on this one. It, it is difficult to land on. I mean, I I looked through a lot of the years, but this one, um, I got to go to this game with my brother, who I haven't got to attend many games with at all because he hasn't lived back in the state, but for like a year. Um, and it was really fun. It's probably the cleanest game that Bo Nix has ever played. There was also a tank Bigsby touchdown that we ran the ball really well. We were unranked, and we knocked off number 11 Ole Miss in 2021. That game yeah. was a blast. Great pick. Halloween game, night game. It it had everything. is all the makings of, like, just the magic that makes Jordan Hare awesome. Yeah, and then what happened? We ain't got to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Immediately after, were... immediately after the wheels yeah. quite literally fell off as one wheel was broken. Tough. But yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Uh, Braves were in the World Series at the time, too. The, they that, were, added, that really added. That was, the, was, the, was that still the NLCS? I don't remember, but. Somewhere were, in there. In the if you're a Braves Auburn fan, which I venture to assume that a lot of people listen to this podcast, a lot of carry uh, hit hit that crossover. That was a really good time for me yep, specifically. All right, uh, this one I was a little bit torn on, but uh, I think for a number of reasons that most people can relate to, and some personal reasons because of who I was at the game with. Um, the 2013 Texas A&M win is going to be yeah. my upset pick. It's, Just a phenomenal game. We already talked about how exciting that game was. Just even as an objective bystander, you would find that to have been an entertaining game. Yeah. Um. And and it really did. I know that they had won the week before. Maybe there was a bye week or something. But I know they'd recently played and beaten Ole Miss. And there were some elements of the offense. I think, if I remember correctly, that came together against Ole Miss, but A&M was the first time where you went, huh, this is a team that may have been three and nine a year ago, but has some some real players on it. Um, we yeah. threw the ball much better in that A&M game, too, because the Ole Miss game, we didn't throw the ball well at all. And I think it was just such a reversal from not only the three and nine year, but the true low point of that three and nine season, as bad as the 49-0 loss to Alabama was in the Iron Bowl for me was <laughs> was watching Johnny Manziel run all over Auburn in 2012. Oh my gosh. That was... And it was like, oh, if they wanted to, they could score 100 points. Oh, yeah. 100 is 100 is conservative. Like that that game was disgusting, Nasty. dude. Nasty. So for for a confluence, that's uh, a good for, pick. for a number of reasons, that one uh, just oh man, that's that's one that I wish I could bottle up. That was gonna I'm be so um, that was gonna be my upset pick had I not had to burn twenty thirteen with the blowout with Tennessee. Good pick, good pick. I am uh, I'm a little okay. I can't gotta, wait to criticize Dave. Without even knowing what it well, is. Well, so I gotta, I gotta I'm ask for you, permission buddy. on this. I gotta ask for permission on this. Huh. No, is the answer. Uh, yeah. Okay. So go. 
Hold on. <laughs> All right, we'll hear you out. We'll hear you going out. into the going into this game, neither team was ranked. I don't okay. believe. Uh, but the opponent was four and one, and Auburn was three and two. Were they favored? That's easy, oh, accessible information. You, wait, yeah. Can you look that up? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. I can. Well, guys, I was gonna say I can find it, but then you have to tell me. You guys talk about something while I look this up. All right. How about Painters, this? Who we're do probably, you think? Probably, oh, go ahead. Who do you think will be favored in this game? Dave is referring to. Auburn. Uh, I'm really hoping that he picks Auburn. Okay. Uh, and their game favorite, which Auburn was the favorite. Yes. Okay. That's what LS, I think is about to happen. It was. Too. It was LSU minus eight. Oh, okay, okay. If it's LSU, we probably right, weren't fine, fine, right. fine, fine. I'm taking. I was at this game. I, it was uh, doing first breaking game, smoking cigars on the field with Brian Harson and Alan Green. Oh two yeah, off freaking Auburn yeah. legends who are going to be at game. Auburn forever. Um, Auburn <laughs> beats LSU last in 2022. Uh, great game. Decided to go on like that Thursday. Took a picture with Brian Harson. Met his whole family. 20, 2021, 2021. Sorry, 2021, yeah. Oh, wait. I looked up the wrong oh. game. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. LSU was favored that game. They had to have been. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it yeah. might not have yeah. been by yeah. much, but they it had was to at, It was LSU at. Was they, Auburn yeah. had just almost lost to. Uh, and we hadn't, won, we hadn't won there since 1999. Georgia so. State. Yes, thank you. Yeah, between yeah. between the streak and, and the near collapse against Georgia State, yeah. dear God, there's no way the they were. stands. LSU was uh, only favored by three that game. That's wild. Count it. Count it. Uh, yeah. Well, like was, I said, was that the it. that yeah? Because that was the very end of the Ed Orgeron tenure, wasn't it? He was still their coach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was. What point did they they relieved him mid season? If I remember correctly, do y'all remember when they cut ties with him? We, we got him fired after they. It was at no. It was after they beat Florida. Good memory. I did not remember he, that. He got, he got fired after a win. Yeah, because it was like before they played somebody similar. Was that the, the shoe throwing game? No, that was that. No, that was that's in LS. Is that twenty nineteen? I can't remember. No, that was Florida missed the playoff really because of that. Or, you know, it's like a butterfly effect type thing. But no, that wasn't that game. Florida was wearing their all orange jerseys. I remember that, but it was at LSU. I think. Yeah. Um, and they fired. They they it was. LSU ended up winning, but they fired him anyway. Cause I yeah, because you can't. You couldn't him. give him the opportunity to beat like Ole Miss or Bama being right. ranked after they that. They fired him like before like, the you game. Got to let him go. So, but that's my last pick. Uh, hell of a game. Bo Nix just chucking game. that good ball choice. out to uh, what's uh, was that it Jake boy. T- Tyler Fromm, right? Yep. Yeah. It's crazy what are the best plays in uh, history, single plays wise. Always yes. fun to hit up. Always fun to go to Baton Rouge. Even more fun when you win for the first time since 1999. And um, you and your guy Harson just you my guy Harson, man. I put up a I put up an Instagram pic of me and Harson that night. That's awesome. I said, man, they're gonna build you a statue one day. They're gonna build you a statue. Him posting want- online about every day being a Friday is right. So awesome because it's right. like I bet, man. I bet yeah, it no is. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Every day is Friday. It's every other every day is Friday payday because you're getting. Like it's almost like checks. somebody that played the stock market and the stock tanked, and somehow you came out with fifteen million dollars. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, it's like it's like the guys. It's like the guys uh, in the Big Short. Like the country is in crisis, but you, you just made bet on it. Billions. Right. <laughs> you just shorted your own stock so that you could become a millionaire. It's insane. and the best part is like he will get another decent job as like an OC or something. You know, like whatever. Like somebody will. Yeah. 
for sure. Throw him a lifeline at some point. So we had, I'm trying to look. We, I, so I picked a Harson game and Pablo picked, we had two two games in the Harson area. In that same so season. How about that? Yeah. Hey, those were before the wheels fell off. I thought about, I thought about in wild card taking, I thought about just for the hell of it, taking the Missouri game from last year. Oh, man. Because you can't, I can't really think of a more wild card game than that. Um, yeah, yeah, we mentioned a couple of games where Auburn just sort of like didn't deserve to win, and that boy, that is top of the list. What are a couple of honorable mentions? I mentioned 2014 Kansas State as one that I well, would have loved to have taken. What are some nobody, other games? Nobody took the national championship game. Yeah, that, that one kind of goes. We, burned, we all burned 2010, but yeah, yeah, national championship can fit many categories there. I don't. I didn't take a game from 2010. Oh, you didn't? None of them. Mm-hmm. No, so some games I had written, I had uh, – I took the ACC championship game, the Texas a game in 2015. Yeah. That was a good one. That did was anybody a good take one. the 2019 Iron Bowl? Painter yes. did. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the, 20, the-, the 2018 A&M <laughs> game, I believe, was fun also. Yeah, the comeback. What, like they were down 14 or something, 13 yeah, late? Yeah, if I remember correctly, that was a good one. Did anybody take the, the nobody took the 2017 Iron Bowl? I considered it. Yeah, we um, talked about that. That's a good considered one. It. I considered I think it I, that too. I was it was down to the 2013 AM game and the 2017 Iron Bowl for my upset pick. But this is a weird one, but I considered taking the Kentucky 2020 game, the COVID year, where it was just the first game of the season. And I was just praising God that there was college football to watch. And it looked like we were gonna be decent. Yeah. It was like, oh, this offense is different. Like, this is crazy. Both threw for like 303 touchdowns. Yeah. 233, but it was a very clean 233. What was the very nasty and unfair call that I think Roger housed uh, uh, interception uh, that got called back? What was it? Was it a block in the back or some nonsense? Yeah, I think it was a block in the back. But I was just happy that Bo was 16 for 27, 233, three touchdowns, no picks. Like, yeah. Stupid. And like, what, I mean, yeah. what is the, Seth Williams having one of his best that moments? Nasty, and, yeah, yeah, that, that and then I mean, the all timer is Seth and that Mississippi State defensive back. Yep, going yeah. back and forth, and we all know so, what happened from there. I was thinking this way: no, there were no games taken from twenty twenty, right? COVID year, no games taken from twenty twelve. Obviously, uh, right. I don't think any games taken from fifteen or sixteen. I picked Louisville fifteen. Oh, that's right. What a what a tough era that was. But that was the very start before what happened after. <laughs> <laughs> what happened right after? I said that so backwards. Here's a question. If we were to do if we were to inverse this and do losses, what would the categories be? Like upset, like game we sh- weren't supposed to lose. Yeah, game you're not supposed loss. to lose. Rivalry loss. Basically Most, the same thing. Non-conference. You can do all these. Loss. Most heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, most heartbreaking. We could I throw mean, that in there. Obviously, the be some the carryover Florida State overlap. game, but yep, yeah. I think we can easily drum up some categories there. I would that say would be a blast. Yeah, that, that'd be a longer list of categories. Angriest I've ever been. That's LSU twenty, whatever the blown the blown twenty one point lead in Baton Rouge seventeen. Was. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know yeah. what? You know what? You know what? Good games. Keeps me up at night is the 2019 LSU game. Oh yeah, because the, the I, 2022 I, LSU game. Yeah, but 2019 a lot of LSU only, games. 
not only could we have won that game and like that's another win for Auburn, but it's also like that completely changes the trajectory of college, like college football. Yeah, the history like, of college football. Yeah. yeah. You can go real sliding. Yeah, we got way moment. too many tight. We got way too many tight games in LSU. The year before at home, we lose on the game winning field goal at the very end. 2018. Yeah, that was a tough one. I don't know if it really would have mattered. Like, I chalk it up to this. Well, that's a rough stretch of three LSU games right there. Yes, yes. (laughs) The the 2018 one, I I always wondered if it put a damper on the season. I think there's probably a lot of other things at play, but I'd wondered if that season goes – like, if they win against LSU, I don't know if it matters. that They they collapse uh, in a weird home loss I will say I don't think they lose to Tennessee if they win that game. That's exactly what I was about to say. And the the Mississippi State loss was a strange one in 18. I think think this is a good point that we should basically just do the inverse of this. Yeah. Very soon. Also, the 2012 LSU game was the one SEC game we had a chance. Yeah, the only one that was tight. Yeah. We lost like 12 to 10 or something. Yeah, it was close. Andrew, you made the point, like, all those terrible losses to LSU, that's what makes the 2014 game so awesome, is yes. that, like, we just blew the, blew the freaking doors off them. For sort months. of getting some demons out, for sure. Yeah. And and this also kind of leads me down, uh, I, th- I think, doing a season in review of sorts. I know right now we're hitting the high notes by hitting the, the most fun wins, and at some point we'll do the most painful losses, but... Might be fun to review some seasons this off, uh, and 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 yeah. look at some counterfactuals like Pablo pointed out and and Dave you as well. Or it's like you know this one or two thing happens differently. Not only does it shift Auburn season, but like we're not talking about LSU being the greatest team of all time potentially, right? Or right. like every time some every time like Pro Football Focus tweets out like Joe Burrow had the best quarterback season of all time. I quote to him like, well, yeah, <laughs> who's the team? Who's the one team he lost to? Yeah. It answers the question. Like it was, is it like Cam Newton or Joe Burrow? And it's like, well, Cam Newton didn't lose, but neither Joe Burrow. So <laughs> yeah, that gives us something to look forward to. I think this is a, uh, this has been a good, good experiment. Good thought from Dave. Yeah. Well, um, I think this great is like, thought, Dave. we've said it before. Like we want this to be, like what a, a conversation that Auburn fans would have in a bar. And it's like, I like talking about the number th- one thing I like talking about is old games and like watching old games. Like I'm going to like, that's what I do before every season. So again, 2020 LSU was also insanely fun. Yeah. Um, nice. Another blowout yeah. added on. And it's one of the, one of the LSU. coldest Auburn sports pictures from that game. When the, the three guys are like in the end zone, they're like spinning the ball. Oh, yeah. They're just like partying on the field at the same time. It's like running all over them. I love that picture. Well, dude, I, I have so I was looking at the 2020 schedule today as I was doing some research for this. I have so little memory of that season. We played Yeah, it three, is weird. We played three more games after the Iron Bowl, which just I blew went, my mind. I went to the Tennessee game that year. That was that was kind of fun, but it was so weird seeing it on TV <laughs> all year for like no, you know, the you can't no it fans, was like yeah. 25% capacity or whatever and then going and I was like legitimately surprised because it was a night game but like it was still kind of fun even though that the stadium was so barren for that Tennessee game but yeah what a weird what a weird year man one other honorable mention that I had written down that I'm kind of surprised I, I thought Pablo might take this one was the the AM game this past year the Cadillac game that definitely seems like a game yeah. that you, if you were there, it will mean a lot more to you. Yeah, like, I, I enjoyed watching it, especially for Cadillac's sake. It was awesome. Yeah. Great storyline. And it was nice to get a right. win in conference play. But 
Yeah, that one felt very important if you were there, I feel. That's uh that's what I'm that gonna, was, that's what I that was my second for my wild card behind that 2010 Clemson game. That's what I would call a that's what I would call a Camp War Eagle game, which means that's a game yeah. that they're gonna talk to you at Camp War Eagle about yeah. and when they try when they indoctrinate you with the Auburn spirit, <laughs> they talk about the 2022 Texas M game. Yeah, that is a good point. That's a, that is definitely a, a a rallying cry for some yeah, Auburn that's a fans. Camp uh, that that sure. win was, and some other fan bases would probably take time to make fun of you for enjoying that win. Hey, a three and six team playing Eagle. a three and six team, and they sold out the stadium because they love the school that much. Are you enjoying your tumors lemonade? Please step over here in front of the monitor. We'll show you footage of the 2022 Texas A&M football game. <laughs> Amazing. And after that, All you right, can go boys. to your swing dancing lesson. Uh, we will uh, have this out, as I mentioned, Wednesday, and I think it has led to us uh, some future ideas. We'll do the inverse of this with painful losses, and I think we should do some counterfactuals as well this offseason. Sounds good. We, do, we could also do a basketball. I, I was thinking about a basketball episode. Um, we just did the Bruce Pearl era. Uh, yeah. Well, that's all we lot, could do. Obviously, a lot, a lot more. Get, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. You could oh throw in that tough NIT we, loss to no. Baylor and the Barbie era. Actually, let's see let's see how long of an episode we can get out of drafting our favorite wins of the Tony Barbie era. Yeah, oh and my then gosh. you don't there's no like the podcast just ends after we run out of things to say. <laughs> there is no categories no and we only have like three picks a piece. The category, the category is wins. That's <laughs> yeah. what we got. Just wins. Just pick one. <laughs>